0: fellow adventurers. Welcome to a Nat One Life podcast series called Homebrew Heals. Here, my sister Amanda and I will talk about our different journeys we have taken or are still on to resolve our medical issues. From gut issues to skin issues, we have experienced a lot in our 30 years. We do not have any medical backgrounds, but feel we have rolled high enough in our investigation and health checks and want to share our experiences with you. So come along this journey with us and see what we discover together.
1: Way this one night. Sarah, I came across the most amazing quote yeah. about lists. Lists. Ooh. And I know how passionate we both are about lists.
0: I love lists.
1: So, HelloBombshell.com says, Put yourself at the top of your to-do list every single day, and the rest will fall into place. Nice. And I thought of you specifically when reading this one, or thought of something that you said when we were picking out a quote. And we have talked about on this podcast making sure you take care of yourself first, Mm -hmm. so that you can take care of others. So I kind of thought that it fit, but it also talks about to-do lists. and. (laughs) I've always been a person that thought to-do list, sometimes I feel like it helps and sometimes I feel like it just gives me more anxiety. Mm. So we did some research.
0: Yep. More important, not only about lists, but just about note-taking and journaling in general. Exactly. Kind of like the idea
1: of writing things down to get through your mental processes. And to benefit your mental health.
0: Now, I'm somebody personally who doesn't keep like a diary or a journal or anything. Um, I have tried in the past, but I always fall off the ban- the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I think that
1: has a lot to do with maybe why we get started in keeping a journal and expectations we set around ourselves. Because I've fallen into the same traps. I read all of these things, like even the research on this episode Mm -hmm. talks about how beneficial journaling is, especially to mental health. And for me, and this may sound completely stupid, but it is my truth. Sometimes journaling can give me more anxiety because I'm like, this is, this will give you guys a lot of insight into my personality, Mm. but I'm like, what should I be journaling about?
0: Oh, Okay,
1: is this the right thing to be journaling about? Is my journaling just a whole bunch of complaining? Is my and so it creates an anxiety spiral for me. Sure, yeah. And it's like it's my fucking journal, who the care who the fuck cares? Maybe I write like, "Oh, today I learned this new recipe and blah blah blah." Because when you read about what journaling is supposed to do for you, that's exactly what it can be, but all of a sudden it's creating this anxiety within me it's really weird phenomenon
0: no that is interesting because you're right journaling should be for the person that is writing down like there is no essentially right or wrong way of doing it um because the whole act of journaling each person has their own reason behind it as to why they feel as if maybe it's necessary for them to complete Mm -hmm. this activity My only time of being successful in journaling was when I went overseas for a month. Um, No, it wasn't a month. It was a little under a month, something along those lines. Yeah, I think it
1: was like 24 days or 25 days or something like that. It was almost a month.
0: Yeah. So I went overseas for a month with um, a class of mine so we can tour Europe and It was very, uh, yes, I'm very privileged, I understand this, but it is a life experience that Mm -hmm. I did not want to lose. I knew how important this trip was going to be for just my life in general, and so I made sure to keep a journal on it, and I, (laughs) funny enough, found it uh, Mm. within the past year because my parents were cleaning out their garage, and it was in one of my boxes. Did you read it? Yeah, I started going through it and everything. And it brought back amazing memories.
1: Yeah, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that time. Yeah. Uh, back when I didn't have children and my life wasn't occupied by corporate bullshit. And COVID wasn't uh,
0: around.
1: And COVID. Fuck you, COVID. Yeah. Back when we could travel on airplanes and... Really? What does Paul call it? Dry hump the air. Oh my whatever gosh. he calls it. dry. I don't remember what he calls it, but anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, and and so I I love that. So it was very situational when you were successful with your journaling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So what I find that helps me more is either a guided journal or list making. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I did some research on list making too, because journaling has all these benefits, which we'll talk about here in a second. But I knew for me it didn't work, and so I'm like, I need I need something else to talk about because I'm not going to sit here for a full episode and be like, journaling's great. And then Sarah's like, so, Amanda, do you journal? I'll be like, no, that shit no. does not work for me. <laughs> it gives me major anxiety. <laughs> oh um, my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so I have actually found a couple of guided list making books. Nice. That have really helped me. Um, and what they do is when you're having one of them is for being calm and then it's like 52 lists of calm and then one's the 52 list project. And it's a book that just guides you through making lists about yourself. So one of them was like, make a list of 20 song or 10 songs is very minimal that always puts you in a good mood. And then it's like, try to go for 20 if you can. And then at the end, it tells you for this list, it gives you an action to take And it's like, okay, now you've made this list of all of these songs that you like, go put them in your phone as a playlist. And then anytime that you're having an anxious moment or something, now you have, eventually you would have a book of a list of things that can get you out of that moment and bring you back to being in touch with what's actually going on. Because when you're anxious, a lot of times it's thinking about things that are completely out of your control. And so... It brings you back to the present moment, being present and focusing on what's right in front of you. And you have a list of a book of lists of ways to do that for yourself. So it's very personalized. Man, um,
0: I love this because I am similar to you. I my reasoning behind not journaling. I honestly don't know. I haven't really figured that out or thought too deeply about why I struggle with journaling necessarily mm-hmm. and, and why I just fail to do it. But I love making lists. Yep. I have come to realize the benefits for me personally of making lists. So mm-hmm. this guided journal that you have sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. I might have to go buy you one because it really is. And it, and it gives the benefits of Journaling without for me the anxiety of journaling, sure, yeah. And, and because it's so guided, it allows me to feel like I've just accomplished something. It allows me to make a customized list, which, like you just said, I we both love to make them. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it also gives me an action to take that doesn't take long and it ha- gives me something tangible that I'm walking away with as a tool for future situations
0: nice see and I think maybe that is part of my issue with just journaling in general is like after reading our research and everything for um journaling now Mm -hmm. I can understand the benefits obviously behind it but previously I was like what's the point like I and for some people I get it like our dad he loves to journal and it's Mm -hmm. For him, it's because he likes to make sure that it's keeping track of time and what happens over the course of the time of his life. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm it's one of those things where it's like if I just have normal day to day so often, like my exciting experiences do not always come on a daily basis. Right. So what's the point like why would I want to you know write that down I'm not going to want in the future go back and read about nothing
1: right today I was at my corporate job and wanted to blow my brains out for eight hours then I read a book and played with James but it's hard because a lot of the reading that you and I have both done around mental health as well is that life isn't always the big things yeah, it's everything that happens in between the big things. Yes. Like I think at some point we talked about the This Is Us episode where they talk about how our the big events that happen are like the um electric poles, right? The power mm-hmm. poles. But life is actually the lines that are connected between those two poles and what do they do? They bend, they slope, you know, there's a curve. Mm-hmm. So it's like life is not the big moments. Really? Those are few and far between. It's all the little shit. It's the, in between. Did, you, did you play with James every single day? Could you go back through a journal and say, man, my life was so full because look at how all of the ways that I engaged with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, or are we so caught up in journaling about, I got married, I went on vacation, um, somebody died. Um, like the big things in life that we miss, all of the things that actually make up life. Does that make yeah. sense?
0: No, it does because it's it's one of those situations where people talk about where they, it's like they should have seen it coming, mm-hmm. right? And it's because it's a whole bunch of small moments that are yeah. leading up to this larger moment. Those right. small moments could be just as impactful and just as important as the actual large event itself.
1: Right. Like the whole adage of like, oh, I had this beautiful wedding and it was this one day. But then you're married to somebody for 50 years. What's more right. the wedding or the marriage? The right. marriage. And, like, that's that's the work. That's what you're putting your time into. But we spend so much time, like, romanticizing the wedding. Mm-hmm. When the most romantic part is actually, you know, the 60-plus
0: years of marriage. Right. Actually being oh. with somebody for an extended period of time. Exactly. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So, we have been kind of hinting at it, but let's dive deep. What benefits did you find?
1: Right. So specifically around, um, I'm not going to say journaling, I'm going to say writing, writing sure. things down. Um, yeah. But it is it, it can help you manage anxiety and cope with depression. So for me specifically, I struggle. Um, I shouldn't say I struggle. I have been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. So I am an anxious person because that means I basically am anxious about life. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, I'm depre- I I struggle with depression. Um, and so I have depression and um, especially seasonal depression. It, my depression gets worse during the winter, as does a lot of people, especially where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are some of the things that writing daily can help with, um, because it's really helping you get some things down and in that list making process that I enjoy it helps me get down like this is all the shit I have to do and Mm -hmm. really what it's doing is helping my brain organize and prioritize my task list and that helps me to manage my anxiety because now I can visualize it I can see it I can say okay that's what I need to get done what's going to give me the biggest bang for my buck and now I've started a snowball effect on tackling my day or my life or whatever.
0: No, a hundred percent. I am somebody who is very anxious as well. Um, Writing and in any form can also reduce stress. And I find it stressful even more so when I have so much going on where I start to feel overwhelmed and so my go-to is to start creating a list because like you're you said it perfectly I, I'm prioritizing I'm mm-hmm. making sure that I have everything in order essentially and I'm confirming with myself or making sure that I'm not forgetting anything and it goes hand in hand. I am nervous that I'm going to forget something. That's my anxiety kicking in. My mm-hmm. Also with like the um, amount of, I don't want to say work, because it's not always work. It's just the amount of activity that is happening within my life mm-hmm. can both cause anxiety and stress. So, yeah, that was very well said. Yeah, Um. thank you. And I think that the other thing,
1: too, is that once you've done that it allows you to build in positive self-talk mm-hmm. like oh my gosh look what i've just accomplished in 2 hours look what i was able to do i crossed so many things off my to-do list or you list like maybe the list is just things that you've accomplished in the last month and then all of a sudden you're like damn i'm a badass bitch look at right. everything <laughs> i did the last month or You're making a list for steps that you need to take to achieve a goal and you realize how many of those steps that you've already taken that's already done and you're so close to your end goal. And so, you know, you and I have talked about I have this weird like procrastination thing and we have really kind of we're not psychologists, but through knowing each other well,
0: Mm -hmm. we really process of elimination
1: (laughs) and process of elimination, lots of discussion, we really like honed in on that's probably my anxiety, Where it's like, so for example, we were just talking about a craft project before we Mm -hmm. started recording this morning. And it's done. The only thing I have to do is take pictures of it. And through our chat, it's like, you know, really, it comes down to I'm anxious. This is a new product. It's something I haven't tried before. And I'm worried that it's not going to land as I would want it to. That Mm -hmm. the outcome is not going to be what I want it to be. And that's my anxiety. It's just my, I I can't control that, you know? And Mm -hmm. so, um, it's just really interesting. So the idea of having a list with just that one thing showing in my face, this is the last step that you have to do to get this done can help to motivate and can help to have your brain and your mental um, state realize, I have done all of these other 10 steps. I just have one more step. So
0: I have to say, it's also very like, for me, creating a list specifically. And I know for some, it's the same when it comes to journaling. It is like you're dumping everything within your mind out onto paper, yeah. And it's like you're transferring information, so that way it's not like I I feel like a lot when I get s- super high stress and anxiety, and I go straight to making a list. It's like I can physically feel my brain deflating.
1: Yeah, you're organizing all of your thoughts. It's like your brain is overwhelmed with information. You're like, okay, let me just get it down. So then you're giving your brain a break. Your mm-hmm. brain does not need to hold and organize all of this information if you get it written down on paper. This was actually part of my reading. It allows your brain to organize your thoughts because you're writing it down physically and it actually allows your brain the um short-term memory center of your brain to dump that information that you have written down. There you go. Mm-hmm. Because so then it's that's that feeling you're getting like It's no longer mental clutter. It's not occupying space in your brain because you have gotten it down on a piece of paper.
0: So it's kind of interesting
1: how our brain works like that. Sorry.
0: No, I was going to say, if anybody's into computers, I currently am going through a computer science program. Mm -hmm. Our brains are like computers. Yes. Like, and it, It's funny if you actually read up on, like, the history of computers. Obviously, humans have created computers, so it would make sense that we create it in a way that humans would understand. Mm -hmm. And it's very similar to how our brain works and how it processes and saves and connects information together.
1: Right. So, like, your RAM is your short-term memory, right? Mm -hmm. So then if you think about you're running... I don't know, let's say you turn on your computer and you open up like the heaviest programs that you have on your computer. So like Mm -hmm. for me, it would be some gaming. Like I open The Sims and I open World of Warcraft and I open, I don't know, some shooter that Paul has installed on my computer. And all of these things, Call of Duty, and all of these things are very graphic heavy and memory heavy. All of a sudden your computer runs slow. It can't open up all of the games. It can't do what you're asking it to do. I mean that's a great analogy, Sarah. Your brain yeah, our brains are the same way. They mm-hmm. slow down. They can no longer process information. Overstimulation almost.
0: I've been making a lot of connections during my schooling.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome though cuz yeah, those connections are how those lessons are going to stay. So
0: Exactly, and that's yeah. how I personally understand everything is I Mm -hmm. I like to relate things so yeah yeah so that's a and it's not necessarily like some people might see it as like not necessarily a weakness but just like why why would you need to do this and and that's why it's not a bad thing it is actually something that is recommended for everybody yeah is to go through a process of writing because mm-hmm. it is very it it's very beneficial for your brain and your mental health to process life
1: yeah so i would challenge everybody before you go to bed or first thing in the morning get a piece of paper get a journal get a book whatever get a sticky note um and physically write something down even if it's just this morning I woke up and this is how I'm feeling not even emotionally this is how my body physically feels
0: yeah like
1: just make make a note of it okay this is you know this morning I got up and you know I felt great or I watched the sunrise and it was beautiful or this is my fucking to-do list for the day like whatever it might be um just take Take a couple of minutes and just write something down. Um, if you're like me and you need a guidance, get something guided. Um, on our blog, we'll link the list books that I'm talking about. But there are plenty of things on Pinterest, free things that you can yeah. get lists for guided journaling. Um, you can do it specifically to your religious preferences. You can do it specifically to maybe you have an anxiety disorder or you struggle with depression. There are lists out there for everything for guided journaling prompts. Um, and I would encourage, you know, everybody just go out there and find what's going to work for you, but just try to write something down every day.
0: And for people who are thinking, well, this sounds kind of boring or it's not holding your interest, find something that does. I see I am a TikTok <clears throat> connoisseur con- if you would. <laughs> I like to watch videos there and I have found videos where people are essentially turning their journals into scrapbooks. Oh yeah. And and it's a very creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And so if you're somebody who is like, ugh, just writing something on a post-it, like, no thanks, turn it into something that really, like, sings to your soul. If you need more, then add more. Take that, like, extra minute to add a sticker or to just make it your own. And like we were saying, you don't have to, like, actually write a whole lot down. Just a simple note. Right. Like maybe you write three words that you're feeling the first thing when you wake up
1: in the morning and then you do a whole art thing based upon those three words. Like there's so much that you can do. And Sarah knows I love stickers. I like decorating like my planners and stuff like that, doodling. And I'm not an artist. Like I am a self-proclaimed non-artist, even though (laughs) I'm pretty sure Sarah has tried to convince me otherwise. I'm not I can't draw really is all it comes down to. And so, and drawing
0: is the only art form
1: <laughs> not apparently in my <laughs> mind. Right. It's like, I'm not an artist. I can't draw, but I do other things. So I'm totally crafty. Um, but I like to do that. And that is a release for me. I don't know what it is. I don't know why it makes, it brings me calm, but it's a creative outlet and it allows me to do that. And then I'm also writing things down. I can visualize my week. Um, it's putting all of those mental things on paper and then also making it really beautiful to look at. And that creative release is very nice. Yeah. And relaxing. Um, so people go create a list or go start a journal or write down an affirmation, whatever it is. Um, you know, one thing that our mom does every morning is a Bible study and she posts like a verse to her social media accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, now, physically writing something down on paper has been proven scientifically to be better than, te- like, typing into a computer
0: mm-hmm, yeah.
1: or even using an iPad with an Apple pencil. I don't know what it is about the tangible paper product, but
0: I think scientifically it's more. It's proven. I think my understanding is that they are still looking into it, like they're still studying mm-hmm. it and whatnot, especially since how. New, honestly, computers are for people yeah. to be typing on and whatnot. Um, but I think it's because it takes longer for people to write something down than it is to type it up. And so you need to give that time to your brain to fully like process the information that you're putting on paper. Yeah, it's almost like more slow living,
1: like you're slowing it down. Exactly. And you're really absorbing the information. And that's why they say people that take notes by hand in their classes actually usually do better than people that take notes on a computer, like typing them in or people that record the lectures, Mm -hmm. like the audio lectures. Because like you said, you're like basically permanently etching that shit into your brain when you're writing it by hand on a piece of paper.
0: There's a whole process that's happening, so...
1: Yeah, almost like a computer <laughs> <laughs> writing it in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, any good final notes about journaling or list making, writing in general for mental health and pursuing Patronus?
0: Um. No, I think we've pretty much covered it all for just introductory. Right. This is the first time that we're bringing it up for some people. It might be their first time even considering doing something to this extent. So, mm-hmm. I think more to come in the future, but for sure, for now, just starting out small. Awesome.
1: Yeah. Let us know if you guys have found any like truly amazing books or journals or like guided journals or list making yeah. applications or anything like that. We'd love to hear about it. Or if you've started making a list and or keeping a journal, let us know. Reach out to us. Tell us how it's going. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Pursuing Your Patronus and that it made you think a little bit about mental health and pursuing your own happiness and finding your ultimate Patronus.
0: Make sure to stick with us here and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all those social media sites. And if you're enjoying your Pursuing Your Patronus podcast with us, you may also want to think about checking out our Loot the Booty series and also where we nerd out on YouTube.
1: Expecto!